0: Okay, shall we do a little warm up here? When in the course of human events, one people to candle. the And we go in three, two, one. San Francisco, open your go Oh, it's not that kind of movie. Is gray a natural color? Starring Bella Lugosi in a role that won't surprise you. Your guess is as good as mine. These must be the Kickstarter backers. I've always said, let William be David. WJMA! See any credit for a dark passenger. He wasn't a member of the union at the time. <laughs> Silly credits, that's not how you spell cabana. If the CW killed off the flash, I'm gonna be pissed.
1: Jeez, it's like a Morgan here! Body? Yes, Doctor. And the police are particularly anxious that the cause of death be determined at the earliest possible moment.
0: Or well, your next autopsy is freely. Beautiful
1: woman. One hates to perform an autopsy on a beautiful woman.
0: You were warned about this stock.
1: Most unusual. There are no marks of violence on the body. What do they suspect? Poison? Have they any idea? My understanding is, Doctor, that the authorities are entirely at sea as to how she was killed. They know why, but. Uh, and they also have the fellow killed her. Right? Yes, yes, that doesn't matter. That's none of our business. Our business is to find out what killed her. And yet. One often wonders. Oh, boy. What could have caused the last thought that was cut off by death? He does this with every corpse, you know. If it was spoken now, what would it be?
0: For this, I went to Yale Drama?
2: If you're here, you've found me you know what you kill me, I won't. Don't come and I'll skip. No, don't, please! Don't! No! No, I
0: told you I didn't want the bandage!
1: But why, Laura? Why are you so opposed to the bandage? I'm a winter! Does it remind you of something, perhaps? What do you mean? Oh, nothing, Laura, nothing. Now won't you lie down again and let me complete the examination? You're a sick girl, you know, in a highly nervous condition.
2: I want to know what you meant by saying the bandage reminded me of something.
1: If you don't know, how should I?
2: You don't fool me for a minute, Doctor. I know how you feel about me.
1: Do you, Laura? Then I wish you'd tell me, for I don't know. I don't know how I feel about you at all.
2: You're clever, Doctor. But I'm wise to you and that fool of a son of yours.
1: How long have you been married to Ward now? He inquired expositionally. And why don't you give him his divorce? He's asked you often enough.
2: I'll give him a divorce when I'm good and ready. I see. I'm not afraid of anything he can do, or you, or anyone else. <sighs> What's that?
0: That's the ceiling. It keeps the snow off your face. Oh, ...like a trip,
1: I must warn you of this high state of nervous tension...
2: What's that noise?
0: Why is this the gaslight, dear? You're going mad. Mad, I tell you. <clears throat> I mean... Wow, look at all the film noir lighting out there.
1: It's only a brown tapping against the window.
0: You big wuss?
1: Now, my dear Laura, if you want me to help you, you must tell me what it is you fear.
2: I told you I'm not afraid of anything.
0: Uh, are we rolling yet?
2: Someone's trying to scare me out, but it won't work, see?
0: Oh, honey, I fixed the leg on the foosball table and oh, oh. There's
1: more truth in that than you suspect.
0: Laura. Is the face in the misty light.
1: I don't want you threatening him, you hear? You too.
2: You're so cute. I'm sure you want to be alone.
1: You're not going to make him pay for my mistake.
2: What are you going to do about it?
1: I'd like to...
2: You'd like to choke me, wouldn't you, Ward? You haven't got the nerve. Here, this is the only thing you ever gave me. You can have it back.
1: But I'm a spring. She's right. I gave her this when we were married. It's the only gift that ever passed between us. Ward, what do you propose to do about Laura? What can I do? She won't leave me. She won't give me a divorce. Things can't go on this way, you know. Dad, what is the matter with her? What do you think is wrong? I don't know. She wasn't this way until she began getting those letters from abroad. You remember? Yes, it had something to do with those letters. But you would have thought them when they stopped coming. That. What is it, little bit?
2: There's a patient, doctor, a Mrs. Williams. Williams? That's the name she gave, and she's decked out like she's going to a horse show.
0: Oh, so this is set in Tijuana. No, 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 no. Horse show.
2: Horse
1: show. I got day oh. to make another appointment. Dad, please don't let this happen. interfere with your practice. You're very well. Send her in in a few minutes.
2: Sure, Doctor. Oh, yeah. That Bill Raymond's waiting. Do you want to see him? Who's he? That private cop who's always hanging around, just hoping somebody gets murdered.
1: Oh, yes. He's probably come for his check. Take care of it, will you, Ward? Shooting, boss. Clean and quiet.
0: No. No! Time. Yes. This
1: for you. Gee.
0: Good thing I'm a That's winter.
2: Mr. But this belongs
1: to Mrs. Diney, doesn't it? Not anymore. It's all yours. She won't get
2: sore, will she? I don't want to have any trouble with her. You know how
1: she is. I know. We all know a little bit. And I want to thank you for your patience.
0: You'll have to soak the gimlet stains out of it.
1: You made a fatal mistake, my boy, in marrying Laura. Yes, I know. But you don't suppose I'm going to stand for it forever, do you? No, I don't. And I don't think it will be necessary. Do you have a plan? I think it'll be better if you leave everything to me.
0: I have a plan. A pointy plan. From
2: the day a mysterious caller came to see Dr. Vanny. Wait a minute. How did I know that?
1: She's disguised herself as an easy chair. Mrs. Williams, I spoke to you this morning on the telephone. I'm sorry, but I can't tell you any more now than I told you then.
0: Which would be...
2: I did not mean to imply that there were any abnormal goings-on here. Such as...
0: that
1: is not Mrs. Williams, nor will that be.
2: Nevertheless, Doctor, the way you were described to me, and the way your place was described to me, I am certain that I am in the right place.
1: And those descriptions are... ...when you obtained these descriptions. Mm.
2: From a friend, Doctor. A mutual friend.
1: Is there a name, maybe? The woman I love. We be friends?
0: The comic stylings of Dizzy and Doofus.
2: I've got
1: things to do. Oh, it's wonderful just to see you around, busying yourself, the little housewife.
2: I never knew the cop who didn't love to stand around and watch other people work.
0: I hate you. Mrs. Williams,
1: it's obvious from your conversation that you've come into possession of certain facts concerning my past.
0: And that you're Captain Boomerang. only one
1: person who could have given me that information. And it was my belief, yes, even my hope, that person was dead. But let me say that even if that person were alive, I should not submit to blackmail from you or from anyone else.
2: You show great courage, Doctor, for one in your unusual position. There has been no question of blackmail. I came here seeking your cooperation, which you have refused to give. So let us call the matter closed. Thank
0: you. Au revoir, Doctor. I've really got to delete my LinkedIn profile.
2: Then came this sinister pair.
0: The director saw Sunset Boulevard twice. And he
1: still got it wrong. Zorro! Zorro! did the guardian of the doorbell. If you had waited another second, Inigo and I should have kicked the door in. You should have what now? Yes, sir. Sir, there is an air of inquiry about you that immediately offends my deepest nature. There is some things suggesting Scotland Yard, the French Sûreté, the Italian Carabinieri,
0: Police Academy, Cop Rock, and
1: other minions of the law. Short, sir, I think you're a cop. <laughs> yeah, how'd you know? All are amazed by my super opium I powers. I'm in the home of Dr. Joseph Van E.
2: Yes, sir. I mean, sirs. Well, sir and a half.
1: Do not be polite to Inigo. He's only offended by it. Run along, Inigo. Make yourself at home. We got a nice tree in the yard, but it ain't got no coconuts.
0: Okay, even for a Twin Peaks episode, this is a little weird.
1: My little friend Inigo is deaf and dumb. He cannot hear and he cannot speak. But he reads the lips. Oops, sorry, I don't burrito. You say nothing to annoy him. we stand temporary short, indeed.
0: <laughs> Short, get it? Oh, never mind.
2: This,
1: yes, I presume, is Dr. Benny's private office.
2: Yes, sir, but I really should announce you.
1: My dear girl, if I out myself to be announced. I doubt I would be received anywhere.
2: I'm sorry, really I am, but the doctor won't see anybody without an appointment.
1: Appointment? I have had an appointment with him these 20 years. Is it in his book? He will see me.
2: Doctor, doctor, doctor,
0: So I'll wait here, then? My dear doctor,
1: truthfully can it be said that your house is your castle.
0: And my hand
1: is a and pony. So it is you, Leonide. I was warned you might appear like one of your own illusions out of nowhere. Hey, at least you didn't recognize his foul stench as soon as you came on board. Don't. You have not changed a bit. Have you met my friend, Mr. Raymond? Raymond.
0: Is his head receding? Raymond,
1: no doubt a relative of the great magician of the same name. Mr. Raymond is our private patrol officer. He keeps an eye on the premises for us and other comings and goings. Is that a euphemism? A very good idea, my dear Joseph, to have a private bodyguard at your beck and call. Well, you fellas are old friends. I can see that.
0: (laughs) Get out. Old friends.
1: Well, then maybe you'd like to be alone to talk over old times. A very good suggestion. Thank you, Mr. Heyman.
0: I won't be far away, Doc.
1: Well, so long, Mr. Leonide. Don't pull any more little men out of your hat!
0: Shoot him. Stab him. Run him over
1: with a car. Throw him in the wood chipper. What brings you to me after all this time? The long arm of coincidence, my dear Joseph.
0: Uh, is he alive? Somebody hold a mirror under his nose.
1: No, I can't say that I am. You with your foreign background and I, what are we two in common? Always truthful, cousin Joseph.
0: As oh, there he goes again. Hey, George. Note from Kulishov. Mix it up a little. And they said Star Trek was a motionless picture, picture. To tell the truth
1: and ruin yourself. What do you want here, Leonid? A few days' hospitality, my dear Joseph. Nothing more. Is that too much for one cousin to ask of another? Remember, we agreed not to think of each other as cousins again, Leonid. Well, the family resemblances, huh? and I'm willing to forget and I suggest that you do the same you've grown older, Leonide but there may be something in what you say I don't want to hold a grudge Whoa! 20 seconds into the future you have my promise now, if you will show it to my room oh, I should say I have a traveling companion from whom I am inseparable. What, he's got a quato, too? Inigo, a dwarf, one of the little men. He became very much attached to me when he lost his master. You do not object. What good would that do? How true.
2: Did you just answer a different question?
1: You may have the room next to my daughter. I know you like that. Oh, yes, the lady. Who I'm told has an utmost horror of having your eyes blindfolded. Who told you that? A most interesting origin, I dare say. Something to think about.
0: Oh, no.
2: That night, my husband questioned Leonard about my past. Thanks
0: for clearing that up. We have done it without you. Casa Leo. Oh. My dear
1: Warren. How flattering that you remember me. How could I ever forget you? What are you doing here? A chance visitor, visit my boy. I wanted to see the old homestead again.
0: Well, we are riding out to the back yes. nine today. Don't be glibly. In
1: a manner of speaking. I don't mind telling you, you came at a very bad time. We're, uh, you'll have some trouble. My hey boy, trouble and I are like this. Oh! And is I Danger your middle name? A charming lady in the room next to mine. Your wife, I believe. Uh, yes, uh, Laura. I have met her. But I am looking forward to the pleasure.
0: Creepy.
1: I'd like to talk to you for a moment. All right. Are you really going riding today? Shut up. Perhaps you can help us.
0: Have you ever heard of Amway? Heard
1: You've been everywhere. You were caught in Europe during the war. I'd like to show you something. You may be just the person I'm looking for. If I can be of any service. Did you ever hear of a dance team called Rene and Lorette? I don't think so, my boy. And then again, must have been such a team. Look.
0: Well, I don't think I was saying they didn't exist, but okay.
1: Rene and Lorette. The dance of the green mask in the green room in Paris. The
0: green room. Ah! The curtains! No, there's a guy in a mask there. It's a bad print.
1: The face of the man does seem slightly familiar. May I ask, where have you got this photograph? I, uh, uh, uh the mate, lilliput found it in Laura's room and turned it over to me. We encourage all our staff to private you uh, our personal I'm afraid lives. I can't help you. I played the green room on several occasions, but never with these people. In fact, I don't seem to remember them at all. And I appeared in many clubs during the occupation. I'm sure the girl behind the green mask in this picture is Laura. How can you be sure? Who can ever be sure what's behind a mask? If the people in this photograph could suddenly come to life... That would be weird. It, the it can be anyone, my friend.
0: It's probably not in Kanye.
1: In this makeup, it might be even I. I wish you wouldn't joke about it. This is very serious, of course. But let us say you found out who the man in the photograph is. What then? I have an idea that if the man in this picture were to show up I'd find out I wasn't married to Laura at all.
0: Yeah, yeah, and this table isn't real, I we're not worry. here and this is the best fucking movie ever made. Okay, okay, calm down. Sorry. Sorry. Give you that Sorry.
1: And perhaps something will <gasps> occur.
0: My German trout. Uh,
1: don't you want to leave the photograph with me for my further study? It mm. might be the very incentive that my memory needs. No, thanks, sir. I'll keep it.
0: Then do you have any pictures of Scarlett Johansson? No. Zoe Saldana? No. B. Arthur? Oh, hell no! Lorette,
1: Lorette. I'll make a bet the man in green will get you yet.
0: How's that for rhymes, Karloff? Hey, where's that guy I'm inseparable from? Inigo. His name is Enigo. My name is Enigo Montoya. You have killed my dignity. Prepare to be further confused. Oh, wow. Foosball. Ah. Uh gruesome surprise
2: was in store for me the following morning.
0: She's the person who sits behind you who's seen the movie before. One woman?
2: Who is it? It's me, ma'am. Two? What do you want? The afternoon mail. You wanted to know
0: when it arrived. Bechtel test win. <coughs> is there
2: anything for me? Yes, ma'am. Let's
0: put it under the door. It's a candy gram, ma'am.
2: I don't know. It's against postal regulations to open other people's mail. That's never stopped you before. I'd like to know what you mean by that remark, man. Oh, shut up and get out! Don't you want me to help you also? No, I don't. Get out! It's addressed to you in green ink with a warning: look out for the man with a green bag.
0: Spoilers. Hey, this is one of those brown paper packages tied up with string.
1: I'm sure that whatever's in here is gonna be great. Laura suffers from an irrational fear of opening boxes. Known as Schrodinger syndrome, it stems from the anxiety over the knowledge that within a closed container, all states, for good or ill, are possible. But through lengthy therapy sessions and modern pharmaceuticals, Laura has begun the long process of overcoming this malady. She is once again ready to open packages, securing the knowledge that
0: they are harmless. Or not. Call that.
1: Which way did he go? Get out! Get out! I just heard you yell. I was hoping it was a murder, at least. Get out. I
2: tell you, you have no business here.
1: Well, but you don't understand. I'm supposed to be here. That's what I'm being paid for. Paid? Yeah. You see, I'm Bill Raymond, private cop in this neck of the woods. I was hoping we'd have a little murder or something happen around here, so as I could solve it and get my whole job back at Central Homicide. Nothing personal, of course. Who
2: told you to say these things to me?